2021, as we come to an end, let's bring back boundaries. A lot of y'all are getting comfortable crossing a line, asking tough questions like, what's my sexual orientation? What's my vaccination status? And do I believe in God? This week on Sexually Active, we're talking about those tough conversations and how more need to be disqualified from the list. You shouldn't be talking to me about certain things. And we're getting into it right now on Sexually Active. Welcome back to another episode of Textually Active. This is your weekly dose of conversations about navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships, relationships, and all the ships in between. I'm Rez and I got Meezy with me. What do you do? EA is on the boards. Young nigga off a birthday. What do you do? Yeah, and something else too, but it's cool. Uh, What? I'm I'm just saying, you said you were someplace, I ain't see your... Your stories all weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all know. Well, I'll say it after the show. But um, that's a conversation y'all need to take home with y'all. Yeah, that's not like something we gotta talk to talk about offline. I mean, listen, I'm right at I'm right at your your bridesmaids. Okay, they ain't low. You can talk to them. Uh, they'll have something to say. She was drunk and passed out because you know how I get. Woo! Oh, sorry, you told the story wrong. She was drunk. She cried a little bit. Ah. <laughs> That's accurate. Then cross, then cross them all. That's more accurate. I've been trying to explain to you. Me and you may be best friends. Oh, maybe. Like, huh? I feel like we don't have the longevity as you and some of your other friends. But I know just as much about you as the rest of them. You just watch my Twitter. And I speak to you once a week. Okay. I remember the things you say. Mm, you know that's That's true. That's true. So me and Meezy were just looking at the calendar as we roll into September and uh, paying attention to the news. And some of us may be up for our second shot, a I booster. Know, I don't know how that third. They don't, I don't know how that works. How what works? Because they're not explaining to you like correctly. Because if I got my first shot, let's say March, then you had to wait a couple weeks to get second oh yeah so if i got it at the end of the month and it rolled over to a new month do i do i was fully vaccinated in that new month right or was i partially in in the first month so i don't really know how that worked they're not really explaining to us and they're not really talking to us about it not really (laughs) and watching the news is like a fucking wormhole suction of depression what and it's like, dang, I got to watch all this to get through to what the core message is? Public service announcement. PSA. Uh, Fox News, MSNBC, CNN. A lot of the black people you try to reach with your rap lyrics and rap <laughs> lines, i.e. the newscaster for two weeks ago that used this biggie line. We don't watch that shit, so it didn't correlate for us. So you're talking to an audience who don't even know who the fuck Biggie is, and they just like, who is this guy that they just quoted? In all actuality, they took it to social media to laugh at it. And you just confused a whole bunch of white people. You just confused a bunch of white people. We weren't watching, and we know the line, so you didn't do anything for us. We only watch the Sass God. That's the only thing we do. Yeah, I watched the Sass God on CNN. Don Lennon. Lemon. That nigga. that nigga be reading down on the news. That nigga. He be reading down. That's Tom from Boondocks. It's actually quite entertaining. And it's very entertaining. That's kind of wild. That's really funny. That was but I like Don Lemon. So, um, better than Van Jones. Van Jones hey, is a piece of that work. Nigga, that nigga that disappears. So mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that nigga don't give a fuck. He definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you talking about you talking about the money he got? Oh from yeah, Bezos? he definitely did get ten million. We ain't heard nothing from him. A hundred? Yeah, he said Bezos gave up those pesos. Whoo, nigga done got ghosts. You think he gave up that asshole too for that? A hundred mil for a little why, asshole? Why are we here? What What you mean? Why are we here? Why else? Like his mouth must be crazy. What that neck do for a hundred million? Uh, allegedly. Like I'm just saying, like why? Why did he just give him? A hundred million like that. Nobody know. Okay, y'all. It was, a, it was a flex. 
Do I gotta take the whole thing? <laughs> yeah, you what? have to take First, the whole the whole hundred million or the whole the. You can't just do the tip. Yo, what the? It's <laughs> <laughs> not what I signed up for. I don't know. So you get a chance to say you didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Hundred million. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot And I ain't got shit Like you ain't never had nothing It'll take you off the internet This really all you need Like this all you gotta do for A flashback of a white man topping you That's all you get Yeah A little flashback I dress it up I mean, for you You know you spend a little bit on, on your recovery As long as you're allowed to use lube And maybe anal bead for two weeks leading up to it You might be alright <laughs> I'll let you sleep on it. But I say all that to say, um, back to the the role of the show, that got a little dark, is that... That's that's actually kind of nasty, too. Yeah. The, <laughs> things have been getting a little tense. Um, before, the tense conversations that you would have amongst your friends' groups would be politics, religion... And maybe raising children. Like, those are some things that you just don't touch in your inner circles. But I feel like it's time to revisit the the no-no conversations. And we, just, we started the show. Before. Yeah, with a no-no I'm, conversation. I'm figure this out. Right. <clears throat> and it's like, what are things that we shouldn't be discussing, like, in public? Like, mm. I feel like boundaries just have opened up so much ever since we started seeing areolas on the timeline. It's just like everybody feels like they have access to people and they can just ask them questions about their personal life that they typically wouldn't. Like, there are some things that we need to include in that. And I'm just going to jump out the window and say it. Stop asking black women or women in general where their husband is. (laughs) No, seriously. Like, seriously, stop asking women and men, Mizi, you can speak up for the men, where their significant other is. No, no, let's let's expand that point. It's not where your significant other is. It's specifically married. Why you ain't got stop no husband? Stop asking black people or stop asking people when you going to get married, is you going to get married? Stop asking people uh what like when y'all going to have like stop asking people these questions because I didn't sign up to have this conversation with you. I don't care how close we are. I don't want to talk about this. It's just traumatic because in those conversations, you never know what somebody is going through. Right. They could have just been through a breakup that you didn't know about because no face, no trace. Today, my first day out the house. And the first thing you ask me is where my husband is, as if they just selling them at, down at the Walmart. As if I could just roll up in the Walmart and say, yeah, let me get that one. Him right there. We get married. That'd be fine. Right? And you just take it home. It's just like there are other pieces to that conversation. You just I can't. told you the other week that, la- that lady randomly asked me where my girlfriend was at. Uh, and then I said, uh, yeah, she at home. And she asked me, well, how long y'all been together? And then I, at that point, I had already engaged in conversation. So I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, we've been together. It'll be three years next week. And then she was like, oh, so when you going to marry? I'm like, bro, how the fuck? Like, is this what life used to be like? You met somebody, said hey, and then got married? Because that's not how this works now. Mm, it, it's a lot more than just saying you want to marry somebody. It's uh, so hopefully number one, it starts with do you like them? <laughs> do you like them? Do you like them? That's a real question. It's a real question. And how long when shit get tough, how you handle that? Do you like them? Do you like them enough to care that he's still texting bitches? Like, do you like them? <laughs> do you like them enough to still want to sleep in the same bed with him when he snore loud as fuck? Shit, I tried to leave Eric on the couch the other day for that. He was out there calling him. He cussed me out when he got in that bed. Because you left him on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> but there was a conversation earlier that day that led to that. She was being petty, and I am on her ass. Because he was like, he was like, you got to stop waking me up in the middle of the night when I'm snoring because you can't sleep. I said, oh, so what you saying is fuck my sleep because you messing up my sleep. Time out. Oh, we're gonna we gonna we gonna bring this back. Oh, we okay. having all the tough conversations today. All right, yeah. So <laughs> the, the truth of the conversation was was that I first said I stay out, I stay up later, right? Because she complains that she can't go to sleep. 
mm. when I go to sleep early and we try to go to sleep at the same time. Mm. Right. And then I was like, yeah, I was like, the last time I did that, you actually woke me up because I was snoring. Right. And you do it every single time. So that's why triggering like I like I'm talking about like, you know, sometimes it's a nudge. Sometimes it's worse. Sometimes it's a curse out, you know, whatever. But that's the real that's the real story. Not what you said. And so he told me to stop waking him up. So when he fell asleep on that couch, I didn't wake him up. Mm. I went to the bedroom. But I'm, yeah, that's like there's another another part of the story that gets missed in there. And it's because as as men, we don't like to nitpick. But Reggie, big chested, you snore like fuck. All big breasted <laughs> women snore like that. That's just the thing. If you got a big chest, you snore. <laughs> You think so? Yes. I have waken myself up. <laughs> I'm a, like, Don't you hate when you be trying to fall asleep and you hear yourself starting to snore? That's how you realize, oh, I'm oh, asleep. Shit. I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, you do have to ask yourself. I think it doesn't take into consideration all of those things that go into finding a spouse or all of the things that you may have been through. And it got me thinking, like, what classifies something as a tough conversation? Like... Because we don't like small talk. I know I don't like small talk. Small talk is so awkward for me. It's just like after I say hi and bye, like I don't, I don't want to keep this conversation going. Yeah. Like I sometimes I'll see people coming to get on the elevator and I'll just close it so that they don't have to sit in the elevator with me and talk to me. God damn. Yeah, because it is awkward. It's like after. You know, she's done that to me. Damn. It's like after, hey, how you doing? It's like, so where are you off to? Like, shit, just get weird. And when I'm in those situations where it comes to a quick conversation, it's like I just start saying weird shit. So where are you going? I only asked you what you're doing this weekend. <laughs> I don't like that. That's fucked up. But I don't like it. I don't like small talk. I don't like having conversations about uh, opinionated things. I don't want to have, con- like, I don't want you to try to convince me. So, like, I got into an argument at work the other day with a preacher. Damn. And I knew he was a preacher, so I jumped in my Bible bag for a little bit that I knew. <laughs> Not you trying to pull your Bible for the preacher. What you trying to go Bible for Bible? Yeah, just to see, just to let him know I went with the shits. What happened? So he was talking to me. So I'll, I have a personality that gives off. I like to choose violence. And he was like, hey, man, you you behave? And I'm like, no. And he was like, and then somebody was like, yeah, he chews violence every day. He was like, you can't be doing it. And I was like, listen, God gave David a rock and a fucking slingshot. He wasn't, he didn't choose violence. Violence came to him. And he had to do what he had to do. And I was telling him, like, look, sometimes I have to do what I had to do. It ain't always that I chose it. It just, it came my way and I had to do it. And so, like, I was like, I was trying to get in my bag. And he was like, you know I'm a preacher. I'm like, yeah, but I'm letting you know. This is how I see it. I didn't choose the violence. The violence chose me. And so I be trying to, like, you know what I'm saying, fuck with people while I do it, while they talk to me, because I wasn't here for that conversation the entire time anyway. I think a lot of times when we go into those conversations, especially if you're having a tough conversation with somebody, some something that's going to invoke feelings and passions and viewpoints and stuff like that. You have to have a foundation of some type of respect for that person before you get into those conversations. And you got to know the environment. Yeah. Like, yes, Thanksgiving, we can have this. We come to, we see each other every month. Like we only see each other this one holiday. And so if this is going to happen, I don't feel bad about telling you to go to hell and leave it. <laughs> and I seeing you again until next Thanksgiving. It, it's no, I don't mean no harm towards it. That's just how I felt. Have in the you moment. ever done that before? Yes. You told somebody to go to hell yeah. at Thanksgiving. I think my family might think I'm the bougie one because I'm never around. But it's not that. It's just I choose. I like I don't. I've learned about myself in the last couple of years because of the way I was employed and the way my life worked. I haven't had the opportunities to spend time with family as much. Therefore, I'm as distant from those people as I used to be. Mm-hmm. So it's like. When you have to have that kind of conversation, it's never an opportunity to have that kind of conversation. It's just you think I don't want to be around or you think I don't come around. It's like, no, it's just this is where my life is. And so then, I, you know, I have to I tell like, I'm not. No, I'm not helping you tote your baby to the car. Where is the baby's father? 
At Thanksgiving? Yeah, like I'm just out here chilling like everybody else. I'm not tilting. No. Yeah. I don't want to tote it. You want to tote it. Why should I tote it for you? And it's your kid. Mm. Fuck but kids. isn't that your cousin? No. No. Not really. Okay. We have like a blended family, so not really. Okay. So you straight up just said no, go no. to hell. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Um <laughs> Thanksgiving is a tricky one because that's where all of the tough conversation comes out. Like, it no, it don't come out, you know, in passing. Nobody's, I don't know, y'all family, but I know we not having big barbecues with all the family members all the time. But for some reason, family members have that level of comfort with you because you share the same bloodline to say certain things with you. Right. And it's not about that. It's like, I'm still a person at the end of the day. I'm an individual. I have my own thoughts. I go through things that you don't know that I go through. So it doesn't give you the right to intrude my personal information by just pushing your viewpoints on me. Yeah. And I think that's where it becomes a challenge when you're bringing up topics about like having babies, getting married And now the new one, um, are you vaccinated? Are you not? And um, you said this earlier before you were like, you know, why don't people feel comfortable saying that they had COVID? Right. And it's just like, is COVID becoming one of those tough conversations that people don't want to have? Watch Jim Jones make a (laughs) make a video and go. I had I had COVID. It had me out bad. Uh. Wear your mask, people. <laughs> like, like, fam, just like you. Like, he was like, I don't want to tell nobody to get vaccinated or not. Protect yourself. And I'm like, bro, why are you like bouncing around the idea of saying that you had COVID? Like, when you first had COVID, you didn't really want to tell nobody. Like, when people have COVID, they don't ever say it until after they've got over it. Like, yeah, no, nah, I had it because so many people have died from COVID. And whether you believe that those people died from COVID or not, like what we're being told is that I'm not at the hospital to know, like if these people are actually dying from what I'm being told by medical professionals that niggas is dying. Right. right? So when you when I got COVID, I was like, shit, I might check. Like, I don't want people to know I was down bad in my last days. Like, I want to appear as if I'm all right. And I don't want all that sympathy from people like, oh, you about like imagine being about to die and niggas like, oh, you about to die. Like, that's going to make it worse. Let me just. That's how I felt about it. I wasn't like embarrassed about it. I was just like, I don't want to worry people. I think uh, I actually think the opposite. I I looked at it as like it kind of felt like I had an STD. (laughs) (laughs) Like two completely different views. No, 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 for me, I said that I didn't want to worry people. He said he was embarrassed because he felt like he had an STD. Two different viewpoints. And and I know it's not the same. Like, we all know that. It's pretty much the same. But it's just like, like you just treat it. You do get shamed for having it. You just treat it the same because the same way that, I don't know, like, you you talk about somebody when they got pink eye because you know how they got pink eye. No, we don't. Most times, the, the thing about. When they say if you get pink eyes because you probably got a little, you had a little, you know, a doo on your fingers. No, you had a little booty do under your nails, and you put your hands in your face. I like fart on your face. You're nasty. Uh, pillow, fart on your pillow. I think the other thing to it, when we got it though, it was at a time where quarantine was still going on, so we wasn't supposed to be outside. So back when people were catching COVID, like during that time earlier in the year before the vaccination came out. Everybody was sh- like they had like the shame on you because it was assumed that you were outside going crazy. And that's how you got COVID. Remember how they was looking at Atlanta? OK, like, no, but other states were looking at Atlanta like, oh, they're they're down there having and, a great and, time. And guess what was happening? Motherfuckers was like, I can't stay in this house no more. I'm going to Atlanta. They fucking went to Atlanta. <laughs> like, I, and I'd be trying to feel like I think my Processes having COVID and keeping COVID a secret is the problem. Why? Because <laughs> I'm because in order to contract, like in order to remember who you was with and how you my you got it, you gotta let somebody know. Hey, I got it. Well, they probably let those people know, but they're not going out publicly and saying it. Why not? 
Like, you have to let the people you were close to know. And I feel like maybe you should let people that uh that, that fuck with you. Maybe they'll be like, maybe what Jim Jones' message is, isn't like, I'm hiding my COVID. It's, hey, I really got it. This really could happen. But the shame, the shame piece is the part that's... And I don't know what Jim Jones has been pushing since this virus has been out. But I feel like uh, the other piece to it is that some people just didn't believe the shit was real. And they were loud about believing the shit wasn't real. And then you turn around and you catch COVID. How are you going to come back from that? Mm-hmm. Like, like, and I've seen people double down. These motherfuckers said I got COVID. Bitch, you do. What are you talking about? Right. And it's just like, you don't know how to backtrack what you What's said. The- so maybe that's another view. It's the, the view of being scared. It's the view of being shamed. And then it's the third one that just not wanting to be Bro, called a liar. Why you laughing? I saw last week the uh, the Zoe nigga, the dude that uh, it's Friday. Yeah, he was working. Yeah, he said he got COVID twice, and then blamed it on his supporters for like seeing him out and like breathing on him and <laughs> like like he didn't take no responsibility for why he caught COVID. He was like the first time I had it in March. I was down at Mardi Gras. People was running up on me, talking to me. Hey. And spit was all on me. I was trying to compose myself. The second time, I'm like, bro, at some point, you guys are your responsibility. But the thing that, that really like kind of pisses me off is that you don't know if that was the case. Like you, don't it, know. you could have, I mean, you could have been in your bathroom. Right. And something was just COVID just, just chilling. You know what I'm saying? And you got That's it. funny. That's it's just funny to me. I I don't know. I just don't. Like, like I said, bro. I never thought you would get vaccinated. Me? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I probably. Like, you didn't even want to wear a fucking mask. I don't want to wear a mask now. I know. Me either. I'm an anti-masker. And these niggas is making us. I hate. Masks. I do not want to wear a mask. I don't, and I probably wouldn't have got vaccinated had I not had a girlfriend that is uh, important to me. Like I would have just like I don't go to a doctor. I don't have a doctor. I'm 30 without a a, a, a a main physician. Like I don't go to a doctor. I rarely get sick. I'm dosed up with uh, Rob- uh Nyquil when I get sick, and I'm shitty on the couch and not want to do shit. But I still go to work and do shit like that. I don't really get sick. I don't really injure myself enough that I need to go. To- I don't be caring about that. Maybe this is the problem. You know, it's a problem for us as black men. We don't go to a doctor. So I wasn't finna get vaccinated, nigga. I, I don't know. I almost ripped my fucking thumb off one time. I don't think I got a technical shot for that. Like, I just don't believe in shit like that. But I've never come out and said everybody that's getting vaccinated is sheep or people who don't get vaccinated and shit. I don't give a fuck. Do what you want to. When you if you get COVID and you did, got COVID without being vaccinated... And then you think, hey, I should probably should got vaccinated, and that's on you. When you got vaccinated, I was like, damn, I'm the one. This whole time, I was like, damn, I thought it was going to be me. I actually, I actually got vaccinated for selfish reasons. Yeah, I thought the I thought the mandate for like flying was going to be like you got to like go you to gotta, places. Yeah. You got to show your vaccination card. And yeah, like, they didn't do nothing with the vaccination. <laughs> so card. I figured I thought that was what was going to happen. So I was like, hey, for for free, I can get one. Like, all right, let's do this. If I have to go to the airport, I was going on trips. I needed to. I also got vaccinated for selfish reasons too. I saw that they were lifting the mask mandate in North Carolina. And I was like, damn, I got to leave it up to these motherfuckers to make sure that I'm safe. And then I saw what they were doing. Like, I think we have went out uh, as couples. Like, I I let my antibodies rock for a little bit. So I was out with my antibodies. And, I, you know, I was like, I'm good, whatever. But just seeing how everybody was carrying themselves in these closed spaces, especially in the South. Like, when we went to um, D.C. a couple of weeks ago. We went to Trap Karaoke. Great time. Had a lot of fun. You know, we love Trap Karaoke here. Um, Shout out to Mouse. Yes. We went in there, and I guess because Eric was working, we were considered, like, production. So they were making people who were working in the space get a COVID test. And they made people wear a mask inside. I was like, damn, this is how y'all living in the North? I said, y'all niggas ain't never take y'all mask off, huh? And they was like, no, we never did. I was like, oh, this is ghetto. (laughs) Zero stars won't be coming back. But I say all that to say, in North Carolina, they didn't give a damn. Like, there were... To this day, right, restaurants are saying... You didn't have to wear a mask. Thanks. like, And that was it. It was like, you just don't have to wear a mask. It was never, 
you don't have to wear a mask if you're vaccinated. Just don't wear a mask. Oh, it's more so you are allowed to take your mask down to eat and drink. Yeah, which is normal. But the other day I was calling a restaurant for my job to like make a reservation. And I was like, do y'all require a mask? And they're like, no. Like, what do you mean? No. So nobody just has I mean, to wear a mask at all. Where it went. But, you know, it's just what. But Shout there was, out Alan Jones, because now we got to wear the mask in the city of Winston-Salem. There was never the follow-up piece, though, and that's my thing. Right, right, right. So people, our state wasn't doing enough to protect the people who weren't vaccinated who still had to go out. So I felt like it was my way to protect myself. And plus, I was still dealing with symptoms from COVID. Still and is. Still are. I, I'm still dealing with symptoms from COVID. Still can't taste, still can't smell. Um, been traveling different places. I wanted, I wanted to get a little carry out. Can't get no carry out. I'm over here eating quesadillas, cheese, tomatoes, spinach. I don't even fucking like tomatoes like that. Anywho, I'm going off. But it's just like if they don't care, I have to care. I did it to protect myself. Like it, it's been. Uh, I don't want to say near death because there are people who actually died. But I really, it, it did me dirty. I was down bad. I don't fear death no more as much. Okay. I feel like... Uh, I was going to say this early in the episode. I don't like pretending that um, we, we did something the weekend before because what if I passed during that weekend and we put this episode out and it's like, yeah, you had fun on that trip. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have fun. Would y'all still put the episode out? <laughs> yeah, of course not. This show don't stop because you did. I'll find another co-host that looks just like you. What the fuck? I mean, we'd, we'd take some time off. I'd have to do it by Zoom because I'm sure you would be grieving. But, like, a stream yard would be up. This show, I'd now be the a mic here, intentionally active. And we would be having these hard-hitting conversations. But that's why I don't like doing it. But, okay, so, you know. I, mean, I wouldn't expect you to stop if I died. You Rez wants the world to stop if if. You know, like, I, I, death is a big conversation that people don't like to have. Like, like, fam, my, like, I never know what could happen when I walk outside of my house. But I also know I could prepare for these type of things. Like, 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 I've been trying to, like, I talked to my dad about, like, death and stuff like, like that. And he always be like, I don't want to hear it because, you know, parents feel like they never they never want to have a chance to bury their kid. But it's like, no, bro, I won't. I want shit to seem like it never stopped if I was gone. Like, I won't, like, I want people to remember me for the person that I was when I did. Now I don't even be, I don't really be afraid of shit no more like that. I just be like. This, like, I be realizing, like, God, oh, the higher power, because we're going to get that second, the higher power above me has taken me through a bunch of shit, and if he wanted me out of there, they would have got me out of here back then. Like, he would have got me out of here. But I didn't, so I'm still here. So I can't control what's about to happen next, so fuck it. Let's get to it. So if COVID would have got me out of here, when I think I might have had it, if it, if I had it, I like, I still to this day do not know if I ever had COVID. And I've only gotten, like... Maybe one or two COVID tests. But you weren't even, I don't feel like you were outside as much during the pandemic. I, I was. Yeah. I was essential. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I quit essential. an essential job to be another essential worker. Yeah, that was like, yeah, that was in the middle of I it. I was too. around people every day. Yeah, like, yeah, he was the one who had the No, water. but that's the thing. See, look, I'm brainwashed. <laughs> you see how that just played into that? Because it's like you associate being outside with getting COVID. When I say outside, I mean, like, out at the bars or hanging out with friends or doing social functions. But you weren't outside. You were. I was. I was, I was, you was outside. Out, you were outside of your house, On but purpose. you weren't out, outside. No, you know, I like first, like I've I've traveled. We brought world. in a uh, twenty twenty with your birthday. I've traveled the like all year. Like I went to. I went. We were at a party on my birthday, February. We was. I was out. March, uh, twenty twenty. Uh, I went to the beach, and that's when I thought I had COVID. Oh, yeah. Then I went back to work, and I worked all year. Uh, we was doing, we was at, we were hanging out. I might have been the one that gave y'all COVID, because we was hanging out. We did the quarantine party. We were quarantining this and that, and showing up and doing shit, going to restaurants, because I'm tired of being in the house, trying to be social, this and outside. I don't even know if that really fucking worked, because six feet ain't really that far. 
Bruh, this shit is in the air, dog. <laughs> like six feet ain't really that far. And you know me, I yeah, don't they, like wearing masks. I got thrown off when they were when someone brought up the. It was like when someone smokes, you can be further than six feet and you can smell it. So, so why wouldn't? Why can't COVID bro, travel as far? If you can smell some shit through a mask, I ain't never really trusted. I just don't want to eat at a restaurant where people are also because that's my thing. Does COVID stop because we're eating? Like, can I not get COVID now because I'm always, putting food in my yeah, mouth? Yeah, that's always my because you're on base. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey. I guess. Okay, so uh, you, think, to, you think COVID? You think COVID been on all them de- DoorDash bags and meals? I been seeing? Hell yeah. I think that they, God bless. <clears throat> COVID was, was there. in there. COVID was in there. God I think the problem bless. is um, I want to get over this narrative that vaccinated people think that unvaccinated people are stupid. And all you, that whole thing. thing. I want to get rid of that because I don't feel like y'all stupid. Me and you both just sat up here and said we didn't get the vaccination because we got it for our own reasons. I had to go outside. I will say I was of the belief that they was pushing this shit too hard. And if they would have dropped vax that ass up when I wasn't vaccinated, I wouldn't be vaccinated. I'd be like, something ain't right now. Y'all ain't going to sit up here and have Juvenile and Manny Fresh tell me to vax that ass up to my favorite song and expect me to go do it. Like, it just feels like too much. But what I don't like is the misinformation that's being spread because it's dangerous. You know that why I don't like? What? I don't like you motherfuckers having conversations for the sake of attention. Like who? Beyonce vaccinated? She ain't never going to tell us. The rest of you motherfuckers don't have to tell us either. <laughs> mind your fucking like mind your fucking business. The only reason I said it is because we were having a conversation here. But if I didn't want motherfuckers to know if I was vaccinated or not. Yeah, you didn't answer my poll. I wouldn't say that shit. You didn't like, answer I my poll. Tap right through it. <laughs> Watched all of it. Bop, bop, bop. Cut right through it. I don't give a fuck. I don't care, bro. And you know why? Because either I built some wild ass narrative about you, positively or negatively. And regardless of doing that, I'd just rather not deal with it. Like, I don't know. Like, these niggas is asking. Like, I be watching uh, the news reporters, fucking sports reporters ask the athletes, are they vaccinated? That's not your fucking business. Mind your fucking business. Do you not have any other questions to ask them other than this? I think the thing with the sports people and people who are in media and stuff is that they're trying to influence other people to get vaccinated. Bro, there's nothing in the world that LeBron James has ever done. And I was like, you know what? I need to go do that shit too. This nigga got liquor and I like to drink. Still ain't been like, you know what? I need to go buy a bottle of that LeBron James liquor. I, I think well, there's there's still power and influence though. Yeah. Drake just told us last week he had COVID and it caused his hairline to grow uneven. I don't know the math or the physics of that, but I let him rock. Drake said what? He had COVID and it caused his hairline to grow in weird. So that's why when you look at the placement of the heart, he's been walking that's around kept. emotional pictures. That's kept. Been different. He said it caused him. It's none of my business, bro. That's none you, of my fucking no, business. No, you see, you Is there a hairline support group for you COVID? You can't pick and choose. What? You can't pick and choose what you're willing to do. Or like who you, I mean, yes, you, you can decide who you're willing to be influenced for, but the same way you're saying like LeBron, you know, if, what has he done to influence you to do something? And then someone tell you a something that has no basis in fact that it might be true. But what I'm saying is, you know why he told us that? Because somebody asked him. Like, we would have, nobody knows, nobody would have cared. Keep, like, it's a lot of things that we could keep our personal lives private if we wanted to. I, so the thing about COVID, though, is it would be one thing to keep it quiet, but it's hard because of the impact that it has on people. It's not like one of those, it's not like, herpes or AIDS where I only contract like I can't contract AIDS from you just by standing in the space breathing but I can get COVID from standing in the space breathing so like from that standpoint like you don't really have to disclose to me if you have uh, herpes or something that you can't get rid of unless we're in that intimate setting and we're having sex but for COVID I feel like you need to know but what I'm telling you is your vaccination status don't really affect me it does though. 
Because prior to now where news is coming out that people who are vaccinated, probably people who got vaccinated eight months ago, their vaccine is weakening, um, are catching COVID and some people in some cases dying from it. Not as many as the people who are are unvaccinated. But prior to like we were of the belief that vaccinated people were safe from catching COVID. So if I'm in a space with somebody who isn't vaccinated and they're mutating the virus in their body and it's developing into what we now know as a Delta virus, like that's impacting me. These niggas just lazy. Who? My father's is lazy. You told you said this. You said earlier. People are just lazy. That's really what it is. If I needed to know everything I need, wanted to know about this vaccine, I probably wouldn't try to learn it on Twitter. Well, that's the problem. Probably wouldn't look at memes that are man-made on Instagram and try to figure this out. Well, that's the problem. Yes. If I needed to know who Alexis Kyle's fucking shade room would be perfect for that. <laughs> but for a vaccine, I probably should go to people who pretty much know. Oh, maybe I should look up the word vaccine, vaccine and see what the definition of the word vaccine is. It means it's not a cure. <laughs> so if you smart enough and want to take the time to be in the know, you would. But these jackasses who just say shit and hope that it worked for them and it brings them peace inside to believe some bullshit. Just think, hey, if I get vaccinated, I'm not going to catch COVID. I'll be all right. We talk about groupthink a lot, and groupthink has really led us down this path that we're in now. Because harder. there are still people who are out here loud and proud about not catching yes, COVID. Bro. But how do you know you didn't catch COVID? The only reason you don't know because you didn't get tested. How do you know you didn't catch COVID? Like, that's the thing. It's like, I've been outside all summer and I ain't catch it. But how many people did you unknowingly kill or pass COVID to because you didn't have symptoms and you were outside. Like, that's the thing. So when I think about it from that viewpoint, I'm like, dang, I don't want to kill nobody. Valid. I don't want no deaths on my hands. Hey, on the low, um, Merit at First Sight was on in my house the other day. Hold been. on. So I was trying to watch that. Is that, like, couples cam? Married at First Sight? I'm so confused. I can't watch it on demand. Uh, it was on the demand at our house. What was it called? Married at First Sight couples cam? Oh, that's after the regular show comes. I'm so confused. I can't find it on demand anymore. So I watched it the other day. And I erased it. <laughs> and apparently, uh, <laughs> the one of the couples, the husband had COVID. He caught COVID. They were on a honeymoon, and he found out they got tested. He had it. And she had to leave. And she felt, like, really fucking bad about it. And he was just like, no, I think you should leave. And I was sitting there thinking, like, love matters this, like, things matter this much that you would rather put your health, like, in jeopardy. Like, because you don't know how COVID could affect you. You don't got it. Like, he might fucking take a gallon of orange juice to the head and be fine tomorrow. You might catch it from him and fucking be in the hospital for nine months. Right. Like, I don't under I like I couldn't empathize with her for wanting to stay in like in the situation with him. Like, fam, you gotta look out. You gotta protect yourself in these situations. And I don't believe learn like group think help you protect yourself because this is some shit somebody said to you and you just believed it. Like you didn't do no research, you didn't do nothing to believe kind of shit. It's weird. It's just it's it it was different for us. But I do believe that I do think that it is something that should be an open discussion about if you are vaccinated, if you aren't vaccinated. That way I know like how we should move. <laughs> do you move differently with motherfuckers who are vaccinated? Listen. So listen to my question. Mm-hmm. If I am vaccinated and can still get COVID, will you move differently with me because of that? Yes, because you're less likely to die compared to somebody who isn't vaccinated and who catches it. Like, you have a better chance of fighting it off because you're vaccinated. Mm. So this is about, like... Safety. Or, like, I don't want you to put the blame on me. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I, I don't want to be... I don't I want the blood on my hands. I got you. I got you. Like, when I was exposed to somebody at work who had it, I didn't want to expose other people. I was upset about it, and... You know, I was telling people that I was meeting up with, like, yo, this person, 
I'm just letting you know, boop, boop, boop. I was around somebody. If you feel like boop, 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 then maybe you should boop, boop, boop. And it was like, all right, well, still come on. And I'm like, "Eh, I don't know, but okay. (laughs) But it's just like, I don't like this. It's uncomfortable. I feel like (laughs) I'm trying not to judge you. I'm having a hard time with this, but I understand why we're here with this conversation right here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, do you remember when... (laughs) When COVID first dropped and people was like, oh, well, I don't want to hang out with you. because I don't want to hang out with that person because I haven't been around, but you could come over afterwards. What? Like, how am I coming over afterwards? If if they have COVID and I'm hanging out with them and I come hang out with you, too, that means that you. It's because you are on base. <laughs> I was <laughs> safe. I, I don't know. Words have meetings and I think we need to start like. Using them correctly. It's been really hard. Um, COVID has been a tough conversation. You know, you know, a phrase they've been using in COVID what? that they use all the time in life to improve yourself: risk taking. <laughs> They'll use risk. Like, you can't take risks with that. Ain't nobody been saying you need to be out here taking risks. No, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like we had this conversation before. It was like the with COVID, like everything kind of turned into like, who are you willing to risk it for? Yeah. Right. And that, it determined, and that really determined who your real friends and family were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, was, I ain't really want to see y'all niggas anyway. So. I still went to Thanksgiving. Did I? I did you? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, I still went to Christmas too. It was smaller. It was a small group, but I still, I still saw my family. I mean, I just wanted to like. <sighs> Be able to know the people I gave COVID to. Right. At least I can keep track. I can count them on one hand. Right. Um, the other thing that is still a tough conversation is religion. You talked about it a little bit earlier. I ain't want to offend nobody, so I just said how or power. Because yeah. somebody might be Muslim watching this. Mm-hmm. They might be in Philly, you know. Asalaamu Alaikum, my nigga. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's one of those things where... <laughs> you got to give me credit. That was fire. I threw that in there. I'm cultured. But, you know, you never know what somebody believes in. And you might be offended them by accident. Like, I hate when uh, uh, black women. It's always like old black ladies. that Older black people that ask you what church you go to. Mm. They make a difference. Like, you're going to like me more or not. Nobody, like, the churches be beefing. And if I say the wrong church, you're going to run down on me. Nobody ever asked me that. They must think I'm a heathen. They probably look at me and be like, that bitch don't go to church. I ain't going to ask. Uh, Where's the lie here? Oh my gosh, I am not a heathen. What are you? What am I? A vibe. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, that's tough because there. I feel like there's a lot of judgment behind that question too. Yeah. What church you go to? I think it's. I don't know, bro. I, I just feel like it's. I don't know. I I be around black people, so black people we like to gatekeep shit. We was talking about that on last week. Like black Ooh. people, we like to gatekeep. So it was interesting. Uh, how religion kind of like overlapped into like my dating life once, like once upon a time, right? Like this was, you know, uh, you know, BT when I was dating around and stuff like that. That was funny. Um, basically, mm-hmm. um, basically, I identify as an agnostic, right? So I believe there is a higher power. I just don't know. That's not what agnostic means. That's exactly what agnostic means. No, atheist is what you're thinking. About. No, I'm about to tell you. Go ahead, keep but, continue story. So, okay. So, like I was saying, basically, I'm, I'm a person believe a person who believes that nothing is known or can be known of existence or nature of God or of anything beyond material phenomenon. So, a person who claims neither faith, faith nor disbelief in God. So, you don't believe in God. So, I believe there is a higher power. I just don't know who they are. Okay. Agnostic. So, no. Okay, because you believe. I, I didn't. I said I believe in a higher power. Yeah, right. So you believe. So yeah, that's not it agnostic. It is. No, it's not. It is. I have two points to make here. Go ahead. Number one, this is what happens when you try to have religion conversations with people. Yep. And two, I was fucking shocked. Riz knew how to spell agnostic on the first try. <laughs> <laughs> No, me and uh, me and Jasmine were just looking this up. We were talking about she it. Spell for, I was fucking <laughs> shocked. I'm sorry, but go ahead. I'm sorry, I interrupted your story. So long story. And for the record, I do know what his belief standards are. Now, 
No, I do. Did y'all have is this like a relationship conversation? Yeah, oh. we talked about it. Fin- yeah. Finish, finish. So basically, yeah. So like I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Stan. Go ahead. How you get out of relationship. Con- I mean, uh, religion, religion conversation. Con- <laughs> just joke it up. <laughs> so basically, you told us that she was agnostic, right? And basically, she told me that she couldn't date me because I needed to be sure in my faith, but her ex boyfriend was Muslim. So she was just like, I, that was okay, even though technically what they what they believe in is not necessarily competing against each other, but, you know, one kind of like they don't really necessarily mesh well. So I just found it kind of found like how people kind of pick and choose in those situations. I mean, I kind of understand her point. She she like wanted to know if you was going to be real about this. She wanted to know if you could be sure in this relationship. Like the Muslim nigga knew for sure. Like I practice Muslim. Like he for sure in what he believe in. So she just wanted to make sure that you would be, if you was about games or not. I can't see your point. That's fair. Pussy is probably trash though. <laughs> Anybody going that hard for somebody like, like, like that, like. Doing that in the early stages, yeah, you don't fuck that much. Yeah. You don't fuck. You fuck. It's hard. You're a hard fuck, and it's probably not that good. I just think it's a it's a tough conversation because everybody didn't have the same upbringing. And it, hey, I, to be honest, I don't never lead with that question, like, in relationships. Like, I don't, I don't really, I ain't never really dated a girl that went to church every day. I've like heard people, every Sunday or whatever. People on dating sites are putting it on their um, their bios. That's how me and Jasmine were talking about it because she said she was on her dating profile and people were putting agnostic in there, like as their religion. I guess it's an option that's now. That's when you looked. It yeah, up and that's when we looked it up. All right, all right. But no, she looked it up. I didn't look it up. Oh. But I just think it's a tough conversation. It leads to more complicated conversations, but it's a good conversation to have when you are at that space, but not in an entry level of trying to decide if you want to be somebody's friend or not. I don't think you should choose it. What? Oh, he just uh, looked it up up and passed (laughs) it to me. Do agnostics believe in a higher power? Belief in a higher power was found in every segment of religiously unaffiliated population. Overall, 70% of the nuns said they believe in spiritual force. Among agnostics, it was 62%. Even among atheists, and nearly one in five or 18% said they believe in a higher power. Mm. So I get it. Well, I just don't know who being, it is. being agnostic just means you like chicken wings. It don't mean you prefer hot over lemon pepper or you only eat lemon pepper. It just means if there's chicken there, I believe I'll eat it. Like, I understand. It it makes sense to me. Like, maybe I believe it. I'm just going off of the definition that I see here. And it says a person who claims neither faith nor disbelief in God. They don't claim either. They're on the fence. They riding that shit. I mean, I believe I'm that too because, uh, wow, I believe in that. Like, it makes sense to me because I... I dabble in the Bible every once in a while. Some of that shit don't make sense. It, well, it's a little dated. It's a, it's a, not just dated. It just, it just. Nah, that shit dated because we was reading it the other day. I don't think it's day. I just think it's like it's up for your interpretation. And that's the part. And that's the like, that's the part. Some people, some people, and they do this in in uh, law too. Some people really. Take the law as word. The law is a little dated too. Yeah, it's a Some of the law is a little dated, and you have to interpret it. And that's the part, yeah, the interpretation. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, up for like, interpretation. Like I feel like there were a lot of niggas in the Bible that had multiple wives. Mm. But you ever notice, like they always talk like you shouldn't do this to your wife. Like it didn't say. I mean, you could have. Maybe I'm quoting this wrong. Maybe not. But I do remember there were niggas in there with multiple wives. Like mm-hmm. there were like. Niggas did bad shit in the Bible all the time. Like, Jesus, when he was born, he had nowhere to stay. Like, they had to stay in a barn or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure those people, they like, where is hell in the scenario of that? Because they went to hell for that. I'm pretty sure. You didn't want to give the Lord and Savior of our existence so, a place so, to stay? So, believe it or not, this is going to probably uh, feed into Reza's point. So, if I if I remember the story correctly... Uh, the inn was full, and the only place that was available was the actual stable, and they were saying that they would take it. Right. So it wasn't that. I mean, I guess someone didn't give up, you know, their seat 
for the pregnant lady on on the train, but still. I think um we never talk about Joseph's like reaction to when she said I'm pregnant and it's it's from God like Yeah. That don't even sound like a story that would be real like. Not in real not today. Like and then it's like all through the Bible is people who didn't believe in God. Like it's mm-hmm. okay. Like it's oh it's a proof that it's right there. It happens. I don't know why they try to take it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird to me. I just, you know, I've seen some things and heard some things about people's views on um, religion. And I just think it's best for me to make my decision on what I want to do if I'm called to be in a religion. And that's okay. But I don't I also don't want to be judged by people for not just going with the flow and just picking whatever. Like, I need hard facts. Yeah, I, I, I like I like bacon too much. So Muslim, not for me. I uh-huh. already like. Yeah, I like I like bacon, pork chops, pork, pork on my fork. That's another thing I can eat. I can eat pork. I also don't like that. What? I don't like the <laughs> the whole dietary uh, <laughs> like the like stop like wise niggas like the last couple of years niggas have really been pushing this vegan shit like. I am not a bad person because I like steak. I don't give a fuck. Living creatures die all the time. If you killed that bug the other day in your house because you was afraid of it, you killed something. You just didn't eat it. You know what I can't get behind and what I will judge you for? Drinking cow milk. It's it's disgusting. Fuck that. I grew up on... I I love me a little whole milk. And who are these people that are fucking drinking milk regularly like this? Like, what kind of fucking... Like, who the fuck is just like waking up, let me get a glass of milk? How do you think they decided to suck cow nipple? Like, how do you think they figured out that that nipple was... Please don't. He was a freak joke. Don't take it. Like, that... That the who was freak, the first who freak said John. freak John. Freak who John. said those those titties got milk in it? What about these titties? And went over there. I mean, and started, I'm pretty sure it was uh, the cow had a child and they watched oh and then they God. said, "Let me see." Who was the first nigga to be like, "We finna eat these bottom dwellers on the bottom of this fucking lake?" And then was like, "Oh no, shrimp good for us." They was fishing. See what I'm saying? They was fishing. You do but they you wasn't sucking the 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 milk for the baby. You do what you gotta do sometimes when poverty, nigga. Chitlins is a big thing. You know why? Because they was giving black people scraps. Scrapple. It's just all the scraps. I'm pretty sure black. I people never had chitlins. Like it's a bunch. Of, who the fuck was like, hey? You know what part of the pig is really good? Well, maybe they didn't know what, what that part was used for. And so they just was yeah, trying it, shit. It, you try it, shit. No, it's literally because that was all that was. I know, but maybe they just didn't know, like, this part. But never mind. They it's just try. Earth, you got to try shit. But if they did know, and don't say that like that, you got to try you shit. You got to try shit. You got to try shit. You I still try I'm shit. still thinking about my Jeff Bezos answer. What? Oh. oh. Oh, <laughs> still that, not over the fence. Well, let's give you a little bit more time and take a break, and we'll come back with our final thoughts. All right, so we're back with our final thoughts, and to wrap it up, I guess we can kind of maybe reflect on a tough conversation that we had, and these kind of like the things that we talked about within the things that we talked about today, and um, take it from there. We didn't talk about it today, but trauma. Trauma is a very hard conversation to have with people because, like, you now have to, when you put this shit on a table, you now have to take in, accept, or get rid of somebody else's uh, think. Like thinking, you gotta like do both of these. Like you gotta either accept it or you know re- reject it. And I think like uh, I don't really have too many hard conversations, but uh, like me and my dad living together, like it gave me like I used to always think like, damn, like if I spent more time with my dad, I would be a better person. But then like the conversations we would have, and I realized like, bro, he. Did the best they could with what his situation is. So it's like when you like start to have these conversations with people, you start thinking them out. It's like it changed perspective. Like I also like I also didn't reach out. Like also like I, it's not me a victim. It's like I also didn't reach out enough. Or like I'm sure he would have made an effort had I reached out a lot. 
I also learned like I don't really know the circumstances of all of this. So placing anger at somebody when you don't really know the whole story because for some reason us as black uh as us as kids Adults try to protect us from things that ain't kids' business. It's adult business. It's grown folks' business. You don't need to know. And they don't realize that's fucking us up way more than anything. So had I known what was going on in around 10, 11, 12, maybe I would have dealt with it differently and I would have dealt with it correctly. So trauma, you got to start talking to each other about these fucking traumas. If somebody did some shit to you and you didn't like, talk to them. Yeah. That, that is the having those tough conversations because you're vulnerable in that moment. And it's up. You don't know if that person is going to be defensive, if they're going to be accepting or what. Or so, give yeah. a fuck. Yeah, or care. Or, I mean, but on the other side, too, is like they may not think you can can comprehend what's going on. Yeah, but I would much rather at least somebody tell me yeah. than me find out as 30. Like, I was watching some show the other day, this uh, Flatbush Ministry, her uncle took care of her because her dad went to jail, but she's 16 now, and she found out the reason her dad went to jail was something her uncle did. So she's been living with the uncle, who's the reason that her family is apart. Like, Mm. at 16, that could fucking traumatize her for the rest of her life when you find out some shit like that. And it's like... I would rather have known this earlier so I wouldn't have... It's not a surprise to me when we find out. Like, all the fucking Tyler Perry movies. When something... Fucking Bow Wow thought his sister... Like, he thought his mom was his sister his entire life. Like, when you fucking 30 and find some shit like that, it's like, bro, what else have y'all been lying to me about? Like, fuck you niggas. Like, yeah. I might be more traumatized now than I've ever been in my life. I, I definitely know a few people who's, like, whose parents... Um, Divorced later while they, like their child was older and it hurt them a lot more than I mean basically people when it happened when they were younger. Yeah, like I could have probably got over that by now. Yeah. Um, so for me, one of the most tough conversations I've ever had to have is about finances. Um, I feel like that is usually a conversation, especially when you have a significant other, like it's just hard to to have, right? In even uh no matter in what stage it is, right? So, I always kind of felt like, you, me personally, it's just one. This is one of those things like you don't want to be counting somebody else's pockets, right? You don't want to ever because then it turns into what's fair, and then it you know that conversation can turn into like, oh, as a man, you should pay the rent versus this or versus that. Like you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that it gets down into it, and it's kind of like when you, I guess. For me in particular, I'm, I, I kind of like look at it as like, and like you've been good so far, so it's like you try not to like ruffle the, re- the feathers. Yeah, that's that the finance is a hard one, bro. Yeah, because finances like basically equate to like life in general. Like, yeah, your lifestyle. Yeah, like how you want to do shit, how you want all this shit. And in the beginning, it exposes you, right? Because you think about it, it's like when you first when you finally talk about finances, it's kind of like. It's kind of like, yo, know, like it's direct correlation to how responsible you were. Right. And it's just like you are now exposing yourself to be criticized or to be looked down. It shows like what your life was really like. Like, Imagine that I lived a life that I could support. Like the shit that makes me laugh is like, like when like it's usually women that say this, but it's not men say it too. Like I could support my own lifestyle. I don't need you like that. Then that becomes like a conversation that spirals, and it's just like, what are you here for? It's like it's just weird. Yeah, the I think um, any conversation in a relationship is tough. That's outside of the. Hey, what you want for dinner? It's like no, that's a tough one. It's challenging, but it's challenging. there are conversations that get a little tougher than that, and it's just like having those vulnerable moments and opening up about you know why you are the why do you act the way you act because I do kind of conversations. Those be the ones that be like, why do you act like that? Like what? Yeah. Explaining why you are the way you are or why you react the way you act. Time and place matter too. Yeah. I try to I try my best to have like those conversations, those tough conversations in random times. 
Because if you just come to me and want to have a conversation, I'm not going to be very receptive. No, to I that. don't like that. Now yeah, I feel targeted. Yeah, like I'm now like, I'm, now I'm in a corner. Goes, I don't like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. corner me in that question. But like, question. if I see, like, lately, we've been watching TV, and if I see something on TV in storyline and I feel like I can relate, I go, hmm. <laughs> Triggered. And then, then we can have those conversations all my time right then and there. That's right. That's how you do it. Yeah. Does that work for you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you did it to me the other day. You was like, oh, <laughs> when did you used to smoke cigarettes? <laughs> and you were trying to ask me about that. Yeah, when, when you were ripping uh, Newports. Yeah, I was tearing them Newports up. There was 100, too. So. In a box? In a great time. Yeah, I used to. <laughs> <laughs> you are a <laughs> like, You have no reason to it's like, why? I don't even know how we came up with that, but yeah. I don't know what that do. What does that do? It taps it back so towards the filter so that it's not all packed up at the top and you can get a clean light. <laughs> that's 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 nasty. I, I I had no clue. I just thought Bro, you I just thought niggas was tapping it. I just thought it was for them to look cool. Like, no, I, I just thought that was the same thing. You like, literally you tap had, it so that when you the... had the skittles and you were just like, you know what, I <laughs> what does that do? Like, I thought it was the same thing. I always wanted to know why did niggas shake the airhead down? <laughs> what are you busting the airhead down? All right, okay. It's the sound. Man, niggas do a lot of. Speaking of sounds, uh, what, what we got add to the playlist Tom this up. week? You didn't. You didn't even do yours. I did. I said having any. Oh, just all of them. Yeah. All of the Any conversation with right. your SO outside of what you want to eat is challenging. That's, <laughs> that's, that's cheating. I don't like that. It I don't is. Like that answer. I just want to let you know you got to communicate and it's hard. I don't like it. Hate it. Hate it out here. Uh, you are now tuned in. You are now tuned in. You're now tuned in to WMEZ. This week on the song of the week, we got uh, Siaka. This is Dirty Dancing here on WMEZ. Shout out to Sexually active. I can see inside you. Why you trying to play it cool? This song was on your playlist. I can tell your body wants to. Siaka, that was Dirty Dancing. Shout out Siaka. Shout out uh, Make the Manager. Shout out the whole Charlotte. Everybody going crazy. If you appreciate that, that was something different. It was a little different. I try to switch it up sometimes. You did switch it up on that one. If you appreciate music like that, you already know where to go. Go to your favorite streaming service. Type in Textually Active Podcast. And the song of the week should pop up for you. And you could, you know, find your mate and have a tough conversation and then end up Dirty Dancing with them here. I like that song. M-E-Z. Textually active. All right. So for the memes of the week, everybody pull your memes out. Um, I need a moment. Oh, Eric, you got one? Yeah. Um, I found this on uh, Meezy's um, story, and it just spoke to me. Apple Music don't even check if you still got a job or nothing. And, it, and just, you know, re- replace Apple Music with... Any subscription service, anything, bro, niggas, niggas. I forgot I was paying for school off my de- uh, off my uh, at my account. It was on auto pay. Hey, niggas hurt when I seen that come out. That little hundred dollars, I need that. Yo, Meezy, I had one. I had something from the business come out uh, of the account, and I I purposely like made sure I turned it off a week in, in advance, and it didn't do it. And then I had I was you know it was that po- that moment of panic where you're just like yo, I'm hoping they'll give me my money back. Oh my, I did God. get it though. So that worked. That should be rough. Easy, what you got? Uh, as a uh, 
since I've been doing all of these new things, I saw this and it related to me. Uh, I'm at the age where checking Gmail is part of my social media routine. Like, I'm opening my emails more now and looking. Harris Teeter sent out them evict deals in the email, so you got to know it's on sale this week when you go to the grocery store. Same. I like. Um, I feel like you just get alerted with so much stuff in your email. Do you, um, know, do you, uh, do you remember the the, the show we were talking about um, social network mm-hmm. and stuff like that? And I remember the guy said that he was addicted to checking his email, and I thought it was so dumb when he first what said that. that. But now I'm just like, yo, like I I won't turn my phone off. Uh, do not disturb. But I, I I check my apps pretty more. I think putting my phone on do not disturb causes me to check my phone more often. Yeah, me too. Because you don't get the notification, so but I feel checking. so angered by the my phone like the buzzing, the shit sliding down. Don't, I hate doesn't all that, that shit. bother you? Like especially when you have on like your Apple Watch and it just vibrates out of nowhere. Like because now shit. I feel like I really have to check my phone. Exactly. So I would rather have the control like, to piece. check it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then I'll miss calls from people and play phone tag. Job called me this morning. Didn't hear it. Didn't it? Didn't ring. I called him back at noon. He was like, "Don't worry about it now." I sure won't. Thank you. <laughs> um, my meme is bring back full coverage, and when I say full coverage, I mean full coverage shirts, full coverage panties, and full coverage mask. Pull that mask up over your nose. I hear being lame. No, I'm not. I'm trying to see a little nip. You trying to see what? Show that little midriff, girl. <laughs> Any? Show that, that midriff. Bring back full coverage. I mean, I'm all a fan for them little, them pack panties, though. Them shit's fire. And the pack bro. panties be going pack up. Pack panties. I love a good pack panty. Pack panties fire. Victoria's Secrets. I got tired of my pant- my my ass cheeks eating them little panties oh, up. Little Target, your little Hanes pack. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Eating my front lips up. I didn't like that. Every still, time we got high, a, a coochie wedgie. Do you have back lips? My butt. That, okay, never mind. <laughs> Aren't they both front lips? No. What would be front lips? This lip? That lip? Yeah, but I was not... I just, I'm just... Yeah. Anywho. Thank you all for listening to another episode. <laughs> for another episode, it's actually active. It's I actually it active. What? <laughs> Tough conversation that we didn't have today. Yeah. Was sexualities. Uh-huh. 100 million is mine. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking... I'm getting that 100 million. That's mine. We'll be back next week. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. This podcast is a full-service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.